passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for the Bubba Army Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package absolutely changed the grooming game along with their refined body wash to round out your hygiene routine. Join the nearly 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their shower time routine by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba. Have you smelled Manscaped's refined body wash, fellas? The ladies love their signature scent. You and your boys will be so fresh and so clean when you start off your self-care routine with the ultimate body wash. Keep the grooming game going with the Performance Package 4.0, and inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker and nose trimmer, crop preserver and ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all the goodies. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker to chop your worst weeds up the top of your nose and ears. Nothing's worse than that nose hair. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Keep your balls trimmed, fresh, and clean with Manscaped. You're on mic four. Is that right? Can't hear you. Yes. Oh, now I can. Beautiful. Hello, welcome to Off the Rails with uh, with Blummel, with my spouse. Spouse. My fucking spouse. That's a disgusting term that we've now decided to turn. It's like we. It's like the N word. You know. It's like yeah. we now. It's our own. We we've owned it, and only we can say it. Right. But it's disgusting when other people say it. I don't approve of it at all. Oh, it's disgusting when we say it too, but we say it knowing it's disgusting as a joke. Yeah, because there's nothing like less sexy than spouse. Like girlfriend and boyfriend is is fun. Like that's a fun place to be. Wife, husband, not so much, but whatever. But spouse is like, yeah, right, gross, not fun. Uh, so welcome to the show. It is Friday. This was the longest fucking week of my life. It I don't understand. It really was. It, isn't it weird that some weeks feel longer than others and why that even may be the case? Because that is strange because every week seems to be, my weeks are a little bit different and so are yours. But I feel like coming into Monday, maybe when Monday is rough, it's just, it's going to be a long fucking week. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't get enough sleep on Monday, it throws you off and the rest of the week is shit. Do you not have a camera on you? I, I, I'm setting it up right now. Okay, yeah, no problem. I'm just, just wondering. Yep. Um, we got a Bubba 199 tonight. I think there will be some uh, meat parts uh, for mm. consumption, yes. which some people like the meat parts. You like meat parts. Not all meat parts. I not meat parts from the sea. love meat parts. Mm-hmm. He does. He likes the chicken. He likes the fried chicken. He likes the stuff. like He likes the chicken tenders, but he does like to complain about them even more than he likes to eat them, it seems. 
Um, you like to complain about the the foods sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and we actually had this conversation not too long ago where I I think I told you that your your standards are very high. Yes, they are at all times when it comes to most things, but food, food and specifically no that you're like, eh, not so great. Eh, it was okay. Eh, it could have been better. It could have been this. But then you'll have something totally random. Like a dried strawberry with sugar on it, and you're like, fuck, this well, is good. Yeah, I said they were good, but mm-hmm. I think I ate two of them. Well, th- I think that's also because you looked at the calorie content and you went, holy shit. Well, I just, I don't, actually, I don't like sugary foods. You know, you keep saying that, but your actions really speak otherwise, my friend. They really do. It seems oh. like sugar is, uh, y- y- you you like the sugar, you crave the sugar. Mm, uh, no. Uh, it, no? No. No, the ice cream? No. The the chocolate, the Reese's? No. The um the ice cream? The what? Is it the ice cream? <laughs> is that now ringing a bell? No. Maybe the not the ice cream, but the ice cream? Is that now ringing a bell that you like so much? Mm-mm. He claims he doesn't like. He goes, "I don't like milkshakes." And then stops it when he's for a frosty. And I go, "Huh?" He goes, "This is a frosty." That was it's not the, a milkshake. And I go, only, oh. That was the only time I've ever, ever in my life gotten a Wendy's Strawberry Frosty. Okay. Emphasis on strawberry, which means you've had other Frosties before, right? Chocolate. And it's been, it's, honestly, it's been a few years. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we, not, we like not. the ice creams and we like the cookies. He likes the brookies. I think that no, might be I your don't. favorite. Nope. Nope. I actually, I'm actually not a huge fan of the brookie. You're not a huge fan of the Brookie. No, it was good when we had it, but I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Are do you, are you saying that seriously or? Is yeah, it, the cookie part. Uh-huh. Yes, the br- I, I like the brownie part. I like the cookie part together. It just it wasn't a good mix. Okay, maybe the, maybe uh, Publix just didn't do it right. Maybe it could be a, maybe Correct. it could be a good mix. Correct. Okay, but Publix just didn't didn't pull it off. Right, right. Because I'm picky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's picky. He's a picky boy. Um, you're I right, like- Dan. Publix does have very good chicken tenders. Yes, but it, I feel like here's the thing about Publix, and I don't talk shit about that chain much, but I will say this. If you are planning on getting any sort of like hot food or sandwich or salad or something like that, it's going to take a long fucking time. Oh, my God. Sometimes. And it's not just we've had a few situations where it took a while. Every time I've ever been, if there's even just one person in line in front of you, it's at minimum 20, 25 minutes. Because it's always like the, again, yes. not trying to talk shit. It's the least keep capable people in in I, the entire building. And it, it, you think it'd be the other way around because like they actually have to build stuff, right? They have to construct things, yeah, like live on the fly, right? And it seems like a lot of the ingredients aren't really behind the uh, behind the counter. It seems like the ingredients are in the store. Yeah, they have to go get stuff. And sometimes you need to be the gopher that goes and gets the things. Like, for example, I got a salad maybe about a month ago-ish, and uh, Blitz was there. Mm -hmm. And the woman was very confused by the idea and the concept of uh, an avocado, also known as a guacamole. Yes. Yes. Also known as a guacamole on this show. She cut it open, and it was... Rancid and was well. Like, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let me let me peel this back a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. First off, she was like avocado, and I feel like she was like racking her brain. She's like, that sounds really fucking familiar. Yes. I've definitely heard that term Co- before. Correct. 
And I go, yeah, it says it literally in the description. I'm reading the menu and it says, you know, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, and an avocado. And I said, uh, and it looked like she was closing the top of my salad as if to say, all done. And I went, hold on. Half the reason why I'm getting this fucking salad is because of the avocado, a.k.a. guacamole. Mm -hmm. So um, she's like racking her brain. She finds, finally finds, actually, no, she doesn't find an avocado. I go and get her one. Well, no, she found one at first. Oh, did she? Fi- oh, right. She found one at first. She cracks it open. It's black. She looks at me and she goes, "Is this?" She's like, "Is this okay?" okay? I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> now, I don't want to be difficult because I don't like to be a difficult customer. Sure. I've worked in customer service. I've worked in hospitality. I've worked with food. I've worked with patrons of that nature for, I'd say, six years at least. I bartended. I waitressed. I did all that shit. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you. And we can get into this a little bit later. I honestly think that it is important for every young person, at least once in their life, to kind of do that, to get a feel for what it's like to be in the service industry. A lot of people, you know, friends I've had growing up, they just, it's just something that is a little bit missing. They're like, but why can't they bring it to me now? Mm -hmm. I go, friend, first off, they have to actually cook the food. I don't know if you knew that. And number two, see all these other people? There's other things going on in this world besides you. you and mean they the go, ones that were here before you? Oh. Huh? The, the people in the restaurant that were here before you. Right. They, yeah. I have friends that don't understand this concept of, like, this service is terrible. And I'm like, is it? Like, let's look around. And we see the waitress just fucking hauling ass, going back and forth, going crazy. They just don't get it. Um, so when you work in the service industry for a while, you get it. And you can always tell that someone was a prior waitress or or a bartender or something like that by the way that they stack the plates when they leave. Like for me, whenever I'm leaving a place and there's someone, you know, tending to us, I always like to stack the dishes up real fucking nice and Mm -hmm. make it real easy for them. Because, and it is so much nicer when you go to a table and you're like, oh, you just grab one thing. It's all put together. It's nice. Plus, I like consolidating. That's actually a pastime of mine. One of my favorite hobbies. It really is. To the point where, you know, Blitz has said, you know, please stop consolidating things because I don't know what the fuck is what. You said to me, you're like, I, can you stop? And I go, what? I'm just trying to create more space. You go, when you take the labels off shit, I don't know what I'm eating. And yeah. I go, oh, sorry. My bad. I got a little carried away. Yeah, they're called bananas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't need that. He was like, you're putting the tomatoes with bananas. I don't know what's what. I don't know what's going on. Um. So, yeah. So it's important to to work in the service industry, I feel like, a little bit. So you can kind of understand what's going on. So back to this woman at the salad thing. So I understand what it's like when you are maybe new. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it's her first fucking day on planet Earth. And mm-hmm. she's never heard or seen a uh, an avocado before. So she's like, is this one okay? And it's like black and shit. Yeah, and I'm disgusting. like, And I'm like, well, you know. I don't know how deep this decay goes. Maybe it's just the surface. I go, maybe just to cut around it. Yeah, you were nice about it. Yeah, so she starts cutting around it, and then when she takes that first, like, scoop, I go, oh, this is going down to the to the skin. You know, this isn't just a surface level, you yeah. know, yippee This is something that's it's deep. It's gross all the way through. It's gross all the way through. So I go, um, can I go get you a better one? And she goes, that would be lovely. Because I can only imagine... 
she's not she didn't look like a runner. Does that make sense? Oh no, she did not. She didn't look like someone that would be like, let me just, I'll be right back. And then like, you know, she does a little try. She wasn't like out of shape by any means. She just was not a runner. She was not a runner. I could tell. Yeah. I could tell that it, she was not a runner. So I go, I am a runner. Let me go get a guacamole for you, bitch. Because right. it's already been 45 minutes. It's been 45 minutes because there was uh, one person ahead of us. Yeah. And it's always bizarre because I always see about two to three people in the hot food area, sometimes more. And it just seems like 0.5 people are working. It seems like there's a negative correlation between how many people are behind the counter in the hot food section and how quickly you'll get your food. Typically, there's a positive correlation, Mm -hmm. right? The, The more people there are, the faster you get your food. Publix used to be really good at like customer service and stuff, but lately, man, they're they've they kind of dropping the ball. Oh, it's, it's not been good. But usually in the hot food section, it's the upside down world. So there's a negative correlation. So if you see five people behind the counter, expect to get your food, you know, in in thirty to forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Usually, the less uh, people there are, the faster you get your, your food. It's counterintuitive, but it is it is a fact. So this woman is having problems with, you know, the guacamole caper. And she was also having issues with other. She's like, how many slices? How many? She's like, how do you want me to cut your cheese lengthwise or vertical? I just cut the fucking, just throw it on there. Let's go. So anyways, I get the guacamole. It's a good one. She cuts it up. And she goes to me, how do I? I don't know if you heard her say it. She's like, how do I I even? I walked away at that point. How do I even cut? A guacamole, she said. Well, she said avocado. She's like, how do they cut it? And she just starts cutting it like she's cutting, like, finely thin cheese. I go, like, they were really thin slices, and she's trying to spread them out, and they're like, it's all getting fucked up. You should have told her that Publix actually has a little tool that you put the half of it in, you squish it, and all the pieces come out. For her to go and find that tool would have been another 45 minutes. So I go, you want it kind of chunky. Like nobody wants like really thinly no sliced avocado. No, you want a little bit of chunk. Guacamole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Without the cilantro and the onion, yeah. it's uh, so she goes, "Oh, sorry." And then she starts making like big. I like mine like big. I like them wedged out. Yeah, like potato wedges, but fucking avocado wedges. Sure. So we finally got that all together. Now it was a delicious salad. I I, I will say that it did. It was good, but it did take about no joke thirty five minutes. But at least she knew how to cut in the thirds. <clears throat> yeah, at least she knew how to cut in the Be- thirds. Because we- the previous person, mm-hmm. when I said, "Hey," was that that same time? No, no, it was a a different previous. A couple weeks, yeah, a couple weeks okay. prior. I got a public sub, and right. I was like, "You know, can I please have a cut in the thirds?" Makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh, they cut it directly in half, and they looked at it, real confused, and then cut one half into half. So I had a half and two quarters. Well, yes, but also <laughs> there were three parts. You didn't say evenly sliced thirds. Right. You did say thirds. Yeah. So they could have just crusted out and cut it in half, and that would have technically been a third. But correct, maybe fractions was not this person's strong suit. And I get it. Like they're not always have to be like even pieces, but like at least make an attempt. Yeah, this person, and I remember seeing this because I was I was very confused because (laughs) I had heard the instructions clearly from Blitz. Blitz doesn't mince words. He's like, "Hey, can you cut it?" Into thirds, I know one, I, two, three. Yeah, would you mind to please? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm 
nice about it. And it was met with a no problem, meaning they had heard the request. Sure. It wasn't like, hey, can you cut it in thirds? And then they cut it in half. Yeah. And then they go, I didn't I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. There's a plastic yeah, yeah. bag in between us. Right. You know, there's a plastic shield. They said, no problem, meaning I had heard the uh, the request mm-hmm. and I will fill this request <clears throat> happily. And then it was just, um, it was cut in half and, and then two quarters. <laughs> yeah. Very confused too. Like, like this, like I gave them a really hard math problem to solve. Now, I'm trying to remember what this person looked like. Was this person a young man, like a, a teenage boy? I... Or was it an older woman? Because I feel like we've had we've interactions had both. with both. I think that was the younger man. Okay. Now, again, even if you're a young person, 18, 19, maybe even 20 years old, you know, I feel like you can you can conceptualize what a third of a sandwich would sure. entail. And like Blitz said, he's not looking for you to measure it out and, no. and, and mark it up and stuff, but you kind of get about three evenly yeah, close sliced enough. Like close enough. Yeah. portions of the sandwich. This was not the case. Mm-mm. And I remember vividly, you know, seeing the sandwich get cut in half. And then when Blitz is dissatisfied, this is what he says. And this is with everything, not just sandwiches, but just life in general. He'll go, okay. Or I say, or not. He'll say, or not. (laughs) Or he'll go, okay. That means that's an indication, red flag, something's not right. Yeah. I've never seen Blitz really get super angry before, except like uh, with the hootie caper. Uh, that he that he was yeah. very oh, upset. Oh look, the, the sandwich deal. I turned to you and we just laughed. Like, we whatever. laughed. It's, a, it's food. Like it it eats the same. Like I don't, yeah. I really don't care. So it's like I'm not going to call the manager. I don't care. Of course not. It's just they're just dumb. They're just dumb. And um, but I think also, you know, because you had so politely requested something sure. simple, and they and he said and absolutely no problem, no problem, and then was like. And problem. I think and maybe he just, maybe he forgot, like, because he's so used to just cutting it in half, maybe that we can, but he also didn't call it out, which is probably what you should do, be like, you know what, I just cut it, I'm so sorry. And then immediately it, it disarms you. Yeah. I would have, if I made a request and someone did something wrong, it immediately disarms me when I, when they go, listen, I'm really sorry I'd be like, about oh, that. Oh, hey man, no problem. Just cut that in half and half. We're good. We're good. Let's go. Really, like, who cares? It's yeah, just it eats, funny. Like you said, it eats the same. No yeah. big deal. Um, but yeah, this this wasn't the case. Um, but yeah, I, I do want to say Publix is awesome. My home Publix, it's that's usually where you find the best service is your home Publix because people recognize your face. Yeah, and also I I know the manager of my home Publix. He was a, a fan of the, the previous station I worked oh, on. Oh, okay. But he follows me still. Uh, sure. You know, he follows me on 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 Bubba Show and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. he seemed to be a, a big uh, bonehead, if you if you will. Good guy, fun guy. Right. We, we we talk about stuff. We talk radio. We talk shop. It's good. He tells me what's going on. The deals at Publix, you know, on and on. Um, so, I do say I I miss my old home Publix because the current ones, like the the one I go to the most of the time, the two story one, um, it's nice, but it's really small, so they don't have a whole lot of stuff there. Is this the one next to your gym? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's they just don't have a lot of stuff, so it's kind of small. It's okay. It is, is it, it is small? Okay. Yeah, it's small. Okay. Especially compared to the ones by my house, mm. my old house. Right. Um, and then the other one that I go to, not the nicest Publix in town. Not the nicest Publix in town. No. Is that the one maybe close to the Soho? Is no, that no, the that one? one's okay. Okay. Oh, no, this this one is farther away, but I just, I happen to be in that area every now and then. Right. And it's not so nice. Not so nice. Yes. 
So I don't know what what's going on in the hot food section of all the Publixes across America, the Southeast, whatever. Oh, I had, um, we had to call the manager that one time recently. Yeah, and you were like, not happy. You were uh, hung, hang, maybe a little hangry, and I don't blame you. You hadn't eaten in a while. Well, when there's 12 people working behind the counter. Like I said. And none of them are even looking over at the hot plate area. No, they were just like making the sandwiches and stuff, but not the- And they were walking around. They were just like having a good time and- <clears throat> And it was bizarre because there were a few people in front of us that seemed to be not bothered because they worked at Publix and they understood how things happen or, in this Don't case, happen. not happen. Yeah. Correct. Yes. So they were just standing there patiently just listening to music or maybe a podcast or something right. on their phone. Just completely, you know, yeah, this is – and it was kind of bizarre because typically – at least it, when I would be working, if someone was off the clock but a staff member, right? you go out of your way sure. to make sure that your coworker is taken care yes. of. Like if I was working at a bar and the day shift chick got off and wanted a beer, I wouldn't just like fuck off and I'd be like, Erica, like what do you want? Or, you mm-hmm. know, Nancy, whatever. Yep. What do you, what do you need? What's going on? You want to make sure that they're taken care of because you want to give your friends good service. Not in this case. You know, even nope. and I'm okay with even like the guy cutting up the 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 meat for the sub. You know, not in my area. Going, uh, hey man, we'll see you over there. Just give us a second. You know, we're real busy right now, or let them know whatever. That, that just, you're being you're seen. Yeah, let us know that I'm, I've been there for 20 minutes and no one's bothered to say anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. And the hot food section is probably the easiest thing to run behind the counter because you don't have to really construct anything. Right. You're just. Either, either using right, either some tongs or maybe some sloppy Joe or mac and cheese just in the plate. Close it up, wrap it up, weigh it, boom, sticker. There you yeah. go. But um, once they finally got somebody behind there, I mean, there were already ten people behind mm-hmm. the counter. But once they finally got, you know, the the nice black lady that came out to help us, everything was. Sure. was okay until they ran out of ketchup. And then I was like, oh, we got to get the fuck out of here before <laughs> Blitz burns this whole place down. <laughs> that was probably the worst service I've ever seen at a Publix. A little bit shocking, but Publix just has better quality stuff. And it's just, had they have good BOGO deals. And typically you do get pretty good service, just not when you want to order and uh, hot food. Realistically, there's not a whole lot of competition of a Publix-like store. Right, unless you want to go to Winn Dixie, in that no, in which I said case, like store. That's what I'm saying is like if Winn Dixie is your closest rival, it's a no brainer. Right, you go Publix, you go Publix every fucking time, or like Whole Foods or Fresh Market, but those are like bougie stores that I can't afford to shop there. So. Right, unless it's on Tuesdays and you're getting chicken because it's what like buy one get one or or Thursdays and you got to stand in a long ass line for. <laughs> That was also a a loss. (laughs) The point that you leave, and they don't care, and they go, "We don't have any chickens." And you go, "I literally just saw a guy bring out (laughs) trays, like forty of them, of of, of forty rotisserie chickens." Oh yeah, but they're we don't have any. They're cooking them. They'll be done in like ten, fifteen minutes. Um, no, they're cooked. You're like, I'm making eye contact with the headless chickens as you speak. Yeah, cooked. They're steaming. They're done. Like they're they're done. They they're completed. But yeah, so listen, it's and and you just. Just kind of gotta, you gotta laugh it off, and depending on what kind of mood Blitz or I are in, depends on how that's gonna go. You yeah. you were very not happy. I was a little bit concerned. Um, this was post Grand Prix. We we stopped at at a Publix, and I saw it was busy. It was like a Sunday afternoon, and I went, "This is not gonna end well." But yeah, it's okay. 
we, we, the we manager got, was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's it's busy, I'm sure. Yeah, when they don't give a fuck, you know, no, nothing's getting done. 81390Bubba. Uh, today we witnessed uh, radio greatness, really. Um, oh, yeah. That was awesome. If you missed the white trash wedding, there's snippets of it on our Instagram that I posted. Um, I'm not quite sure what is up on YouTube as we speak, but it'll probably be up by the end of the day, I imagine. Uh, no. Maybe by the end of next week or the month, but well, you're going to see the it. the Twitch exclusive 24 hours, so early as come up is tomorrow afternoon. All right, so if you're if you're subscribed to Twitch, you should be able to go in and see the archives and see the show. It's in the first, like, hour. You definitely want to see the... the 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 pregame of us before mm-hmm. they arrive. We're watching the Springer segment, and then we interview yep. the the happy newlyweds, and then uh, Bubba weds them. He he marries them. He officiates their wedding, and it was a quick ceremony. It was beautiful. You know, a few uh, a few tears were shed. I'm sure. Um, the three children were present. Her children, not not the uh, the groom. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting couple. You know, it's it's <sighs> over under. Uh, how, how, how two long? weeks? I don't know. Three tops? I'm not quite sure. It is interesting to meet people. It is. That have a, <laughs> a, a vastly different perspective on life and life lived than you, you know? And it's funny because people really very much are a product of their environment. And some of the things that I was thinking you know like uh how different cash's life would be if say he didn't come to the states right obviously he probably wouldn't be speaking english he wouldn't be american maybe maybe he would have tattoos on his face maybe he wouldn't i don't know but then you think about people like for example you know and this is no secret you know babyface was adopted right and he has no interest in finding his birth parents but he does know that they were very young and it was funny because i was kind of thinking like it could very well be the case that he would have come from a similar family, babyface, and maybe ended up in a similar situation as an adult as his parents because they were very young. Maybe they were on drugs. Maybe they weren't. I don't really know. Neither does he, I don't think. Um, But he was adopted into a a very loving home, and he is brilliant. I mean, he's a super smart guy. let's, Let's not get crazy. Babyface it doesn't matter. I'll give credit where credit is due. I'm not going to work this one. This is a shoot. He's 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 pretty fucking smart. No, he is. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's a good person. He's a good man. He's a good husband. He's a good father. Okay. I know, but it's just to me. You just think about <laughs> what could have been had his parents decided to keep him. Well, do you think too most adoptive parents like not take better care of their kids, but they generally like are on the the better of the. The echelon of... Because Cash said his parents, his adoptive parents, uh, kicked him out when he was 14. I have a feeling Cash was a little bit problematic. Um, Remember that they didn't want him to begin with. The His parents didn't want him to... The adoptive parents? Correct. They wanted the younger The bro- sibling, younger brother. And they okay. had to take him as part of the package deal. Right. So there could have been some resentment. I, I don't think we talked too much about his younger brother, but I would like to mm. see where this person end up and what they're up to and things like that but it's very interesting when you see and i'm a a testament to this and maybe there's some aspects of your life blitz where you see your parents and you go wow i'm turning into them that's happening i say that all the time especially when it comes to my father you know my my dad is a very uh not odd kind of he's bizarre (laughs) he's a bizarre man with you know sometimes he has like some strange interests and some strange way of handling things he's kind of quirky 
And I remember as a kid, it was very embarrassing. And I'd be like, why is my dad like this? He's so weird. Why can't he just fit into a box like all my other friends, parents? And then you grow up and you just turn right into them. You just <laughs> And you go, wow, this is happening. Um, and you complain about the same things and you have similar mannerisms. And it's uh, it's interesting because the apple doesn't fall. It doesn't fall at all. Now, obviously, I'm going to have more in common with a biological parent who raised me than, say, you know, an adoptive parent or someone yeah. who was given up at birth. And those studies are actually the most interesting when they uh, when they look at twin studies who've been separated at birth because they have the same genetics. Right but they don't have the same upbringing. And typically, there's a lot of similarities. Obviously, if they're twins or even siblings, they're going to have a, a lot of similarities, even if they're raised in different homes. But, um, you know, you see people, you know, like Angie and stuff, and you see the her her three lovely kids, and then you just see her, you know, uh, Haley's three young children, and you go, I wonder what's in store. <laughs> I wonder how this will turn out. I would love yeah. to get an update in about seven years when they're well into their teens. When they've been to JDC a few times or the yes. youth jail. They've been to juvie, in and out maybe, and you mm-hmm. just go, huh, is there, I don't want to say is there any hope, but, you know, when you're exposed to this sort of thing, it's just kind of normal. It's natural for you to just, you know, be that way. And why, and like, I, I cannot even, I never saw my parents drink um, a sip of alcohol, unless it was like wine at dinner, and if that, it was a half a glass of wine. You know, I can't imagine saying "Mommy's drunk" at six thirty in the morning as a seven-year-old. Right, and they, but then they said it like this is something we see all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think I knew what drunk was at six or four. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't understand that concept. Right. And surely not, mommy wasn't drinking uh, vodka at 6.30 a.m. out of a, a Kirkland water bottle. And they knew that it, like, is not right and to call it out. <laughs> call out mommy. That just seems, and then for mommy to threaten not to feed them. You know, somewhat <laughs> well. in, in jest. But, you know, it's just, you know, and grandma's clapping along. I can't imagine I my know. Bubby being on Springer. Like, that's not. Why not? Bubby just didn't, Bubby was a little bit different. You know, she was starting up, uh, like, youth clinics for underprivileged kids in South Central L.A. She, she didn't have time. She wasn't her daughter's boyfriend? No, she she was not. She was trying to get, uh, like, birth control for, for women who've been denied access to birth control. Oh. In the uh, in this early 60s. Well, I wish Bubby would have done a better job. Yeah. Bubby also <laughs> served as a nurse in World War II. Oh. So there's just a little bit of a discrepancies between, like, my concept of grandmother and those kids' concept so what you're of saying grandmother. Is same, same, but different. Same, same, but di- it's exactly what I'm saying. Thank you. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Hey, <clears throat> one three ninety Bubba. Yeah. So you just go, wow. Did you know That's that, interesting. Did you know that Scott and Big Old? Are Hall of Famers. I do. And they also donated $10 cash. Uh, super Woo! chat. $10 super chat. Thank you, Scout and Big Gulp. And thank you for all the goodies. We've been thoroughly enjoying them. Yes. I, I don't have to buy nuts for like at least the next uh, the, the two weeks because mm-hmm. I eat them a lot. I eat a lot of nuts. And some celius. Lightly salted. Yes, and the celius. And same, great, uh, FTE Greg and Amy mm. also sent some celius. Very, very sweet people. Uh, Amy reached out to me in concern over uh, the episode we encountered a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> and... Um, just, you know, oh, yeah. told me to just be, you know, on alert. And I, I appreciate that, Amy. I appreciate mm-hmm. you you reaching out and just being concerned. 
them about your fellow human beings. Much, uh, very much appreciated. Yep. So, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting for me to kind of, um, when you see people who are just vastly different from yourself, they have a very different relationship with their family. You know, some people have a hard time even talking, you know, vaguely about sex with their mother. Sure. Or, you know, I'm definitely not talking about black dildos with mom. Why not? I'm definitely not punching mom on the face on Springer. By the way, I was thinking about this as I was eating alone. During the break. <laughs> I know you were doing important things. I'm not trying to, sh- you know, shit on you or anything. Cleaning up and helping Bubba. And setting up here. So I very much yeah. appreciate it. Um, but I didn't have my cell phone, and I'll talk about that in, in a second as well. But I, it, uh, me just sitting, eating, thinking, and not saying anything, y- y- it's, it's interesting what happens when you don't have stimulation in front of you at all times, yes. like your cell phone. And you start to, you know, go into cracks and crevices in your brain that you would not otherwise have gone into when you're just staring at other people's lives. So I started thinking about Jerry Springer, and I'm like, what a life. I've met Springer before. I met him mm-hmm. when I worked at with the, at the Bone. And it was really embarrassing because when the elderly sales staff knew that he was in the in the building, oh, no. they, they rushed over from their sales quarters and not only did they want to meet Springer, not only did they want to uh, take a photo with Springer, but they wanted to stage a fight that Springer was breaking up. What? So, like, um, old man Tom and old man Jane, old woman Jane, were, like, squaring up in this photo op. Oh, okay. And Springer was, like, breaking it up. Okay. And then someone from, you know, the Drew Garabo show... Who, will, who shall remain unnamed, had to take photos of said okay. interaction. Wow. So, and those were fucking hilarious because the shit that that guy has to go through. Now, it's really funny because if you just look at Springer, he's just like an old guy. What is he? He's probably 80, 80 something. 78. <clears throat> he just turned 78. Yeah, he's an older guy. And it's funny because you see that guy walking around Sarasota, which is where he lives. But he's from London? He's he is? Bo- says, says, says he was born in London. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I knew that he was the mayor of Cincinnati. Yes. Yeah, there was a uh, a check written to a prostitute caper in the seventies, I believe. I don't know mm-hmm. when, but yeah, somewhere around that. Something like that. Yes. Um, but now I think he resides at least partially in Sarasota. That is correct, and he has for a while. Yes, and I could just imagine like him and 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 people his age, people who look like him, you know, old Jews who live in Sarasota, so the entire community. Um, when you think about like swearing in front of grandpa and you're like, hey, don't use that language around grandpa. And then, but your grandpa's Jerry Springer. Right. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you know the shit I've seen yeah. over the last three decades? Please. Um, I started thinking about how you get on Springer. Now, I used to watch Jerry Springer with my Jewish grandmother. That's how we would bond. My South African Jewish grandmother, we called her Safta. I would go and I would sit. Safta had like a big, um, like recliner chair and I remember sitting on the floor in front of her and I think she would like braid my hair or like pat my head or something. I, I like it when people touch my head and, and touch my back and stuff. But let's close this. I'm like a little cat. And I just like to be pet. Right. And I would sit on the ground. Softa would be like, you know, braiding my hair, rubbing my head or something. And we would just be watching Springer. And, and then you would just hear a little outburst from Softa, like be like, ooh, my, like whatever. I can't do it in a South African accent, but you oh, understand. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Face in the cake. Um, and uh, that's how we would bond. And I think I remember, because I had watched it with my grandmother 
I would say for at least like five or six years. She lived with us. So, um, you know, I'd always after school, I would just kind of pop into her room and sit and watch. And that's how we would bond. Now, I believe during the commercials or right before they went to commercial break or maybe it was after the show, you know, during the credits. It's like if you have a story that you would like to share, please contact blah, blah. So, you know, I always wondered the type of people, because it just seems to be a never-ending honey hole of people that are willing to put themselves on TV and punch their mom in the face and talk about their sex lives. And, you know, I always wondered, like, how that would go. Do they have a rehearsal beforehand? I mean, do do we know, you know, is, obviously it's, I don't I hate to say it's staged, but I feel like everybody knows that it, it kind of is. Mm-hmm. And how that goes and the waivers that you have to sign when you are, you know, you're going to get punched in the face or you may throw a few punches and that's going to be okay because that's what people are tuning in to watch. So, and I wonder how much they get paid. Good question. So I was just kind of thinking about Springer, kind of thinking about things. Um, I have been off social media now. Not completely. I mean, I still look at Facebook and stuff to see the local events, but I've been off my personal Instagram for about six or seven weeks now. And um, I feel so much better. My OCD is getting better. Um, but I'm just giving you a, a, a report. If you're thinking about doing something similar, maybe you have OCD. Maybe you are just feeling a little bit on edge. Maybe you're having some issues where you are comparing yourself every moment of every day. <clears throat> and I was talking to my, my girlfriend about this in terms of the whole comparison thing. And most people think it's like a looks deal where I see like a hot chick on Instagram and I'm like... Oh, I wish I looked like her. And of course that happens from time to time, but it was much more about me hitting or not hitting landmarks in life. Like I would see a friend buy a home Mm -hmm. or I'd see a friend get married and have a kid. Two things I don't even think that I want, but whatever, just where you think you should be. When all of your friends are getting married, when all of your friends are getting engaged or acquaintances, you start to go, am I, is there something wrong with me that this isn't happening for me? Or I would have like a, an accomplishment. I would accomplish something and I'd feel really good about myself. But then I go and I would see, you know, someone my age or younger and they have a, a thriving business worth millions of dollars, you know, my friend or maybe just a famous person on Instagram. And I go, how am I even proud of myself right now for what exactly. I accomplished? Look at this person just fucking just killing it right now. So it was this sort of constant comparison. And I think there's like some quote, trite thing that people say is like the uh, comparison is the thievery of all joy you know so you feel really good about yourself but then you start to compare and then you go well actually i'm not as good as this person or pretty or young or go to ut or whatever whatever the case may be so i'm like what would be the case if i just stopped looking at this shit what kind of changes would i see so i decided to do a little bit of an experiment and i said okay uh you're done you're wasting too much time on instagram it's embarrassing I would see, you know how you can like look up screen time about how much you spent on any given oh, app? Oh, yeah. It was bad. I, I mean, it was probably between an hour and a half to two hours every single day of just mindless scrolling. But and not it, all at once. You did it smart. You <clears> said, I'm going to take a week off and see where we're at. Yes. The, here's the thing that I learned from Jordan Peterson. He talks a lot of stuff. Sometimes yeah. it's very esoteric and it's hard to follow. And I'm like, what are you even fucking saying? But one of the things he said is that people set goals that are too high. You need yeah. to lower your goals, which is so, usually something that most people don't say. They're like, set your goals high, reach for the stars. Right. 
um, wrong. You keep your goals fucking low as shit so that you can climb over them and then you just kind of inch them higher and higher. Yes, then you set new goals. Exactly. So you just have tiny little uh, uh, what goalposts. Incremental, yeah. Right. So I said, all right. I'm not going to, if I swear off Instagram forever, there's just no way because then you're just white knuckling it. Sure. But I was like, I know because I've done it before. I know I can take a week off. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take one week off. Just see how I feel. So I started on a Wednesday, follow the next Wednesday. I go, you know what? That felt kind of good. Not great because I still had phantom Instagram thumb where every time the phone was down, I would immediately just pick it up. I'm like, on it. It's not there. It's gone. Stop looking at it. So um, I'm like, let me give it another week. Gave it another week. Then I would say into the third week was when I really started to see some actual progress where I'm like, okay, now I, I know it's not there. I don't have, it's not like a impulse anymore. Sure. Um, and I'm, I'm feeling not like attached to the phone like I once was where you wake up and you immediately want to look and stuff. At this point in time, it's been less than two months, I'd say maybe six or seven weeks. I mean, I will forget to look at my phone for hours and I don't feel any attachment to it anymore. It's a tool that I use, not something that I need to entertain me every moment of every day. Um, my, I have, I used to look at my phone. I don't know if this happens with you. It, I feel like if you look at like a phone for too long, especially like small screen, I start to get like a headache. Sure. I, I don't know if, if other people get this as well, but I would get like a headache. And the only way to get rid of the headache was to go to bed, either take a nap or go to sleep. And that would happen to me somewhat regularly. I would say probably at least once every other week, I would get like somewhat of a, a headache from just looking at a screen for too long um, for hours and hours and hours. And so uh, I, I stopped and now I don't feel the urge to look at my phone as much. And I have not had a headache in six or seven weeks. So that's good. Mm. But um it's, it's awesome, and it's something that people always talk about that they know is bad, that they know they're addicted, but it's really hard to manage your addiction when everybody around you is also addicted. You know, it's it's hard to gauge who's an alcoholic in college when everybody is in a fraternity and sorority and is binge drinking, you know, uh, four to seven nights a week. You know, if I was drinking like I was in college now, I would be an AA. I would have a serious problem. Now, it takes a while to find out who's an alcoholic mm-hmm. in college. You have to actually wait about 10 years and then circle back. And if people are still drinking every night like they did in college, you go, oh, you have a problem now. Sorry. Right. It was super cute when we were young. When we were 19 and 20 before we could actually drink. That's when you should be drinking, mm-hmm. binge drinking. But now it's not good. And I actually uh, not ran into a friend, but... I had a friend come visit me about three years, and I'm going to see her next month at a wedding, actually. Okay. And um, this friend was a heavy drinker in college, but we all were heavy drinkers in college, so I didn't think that this person had a problem. I thought that all of my friends, much like myself, would kind of, I don't want to say grow out of it, not grow out of drinking, but grow out of the lifestyle of having to drink every fucking day in excess. Right. You know, that's something that we did in college, so I thought. Um But there are some people who actually continue with that trend. And when this person came to visit me, it was March of 2019, so three years ago, she came to visit me with one of her friends. Um, I realized that she was on the was drinking at the with at the same frequency and volume as we did in college, and that was very alarming. So I had a few private conversations with the friend that she brought because her friend, you know, this person lives in a different state, so. 
um, I was like, is this like something? Is she just on vacation? Like I was giving the friend a oh, ticket out. Like yeah. is uh, so and is Susie Q just on vacation and she's kind of acting crazy, or is this like how Susie Q is has been for the last decade? She goes, this is uh, this is Susie Q's mo. This is what she oh. she does. And it seemed to make sense because when I asked Susie Q, what my friend from college, you know, all her hobbies, it seems like there was uh, the kickball hobby where they would have drinks every game. And then there was the uh, the beer tasting hobby where she was, you know, at a brewery once a week. And then there was this, the wine tasting. And it was just everything was, you know, seemed to um, involve alcohol, which was a little bit alarming. But thankfully... We're going to a wedding next month where there's an open bar. So we can just, you oh, know, that's good. start up right where we left off. So it should be good. But anywho, 81390Bubba. We'll take a short break and then uh, we'll be back in about uh, three to four minutes. Perfect. Sound good? All right. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. All right, we're back. I'm here with my, my spouse and coworker, yeah. Blitz. Together Cole, we are Cole, 
Kroll with a $5 super chat. Thank you for the for the monies. Much appreciated. Thank you very much. 81390Bubba, we're going to be with you probably for the next, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes, something like that. And then we got to get ready for this, tonight. This guy says silence is not good radio, and you're right. We have to take a break, and we're not allowed to play anything. Yeah, so it's just dry, guys. So I'm sorry. We actually did, talked about this just a second ago. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to find a few things we can play mm-hmm. so that we have something. Right. Yeah. We we need we need something a little bit yeah. to kind of dress it up because yeah it it it's coming in dry is it feels uncomfortable. It's, yeah, it's not in every situation. You want it wet. You want it lubed up. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. And tears are the best. Yes, tears are the best lube. My grandma, my bubby always said, tears are the best yeah. lube. I saw that episode of Jerry Springer. She was. Yeah, on. it was it was great. Um, I do have a question for you. Is there actually a car show going on tomorrow morning? Yes. Okay. Did were you planning on attending it? Kinda. Okay. I, I don't care if you go. And this isn't like I don't care. It's fine. I just didn't know it. This was not. You never told me about this, so I didn't know if there was like an expectation. No, I I kind of just heard about it. And okay. It's yeah. Right down the street from the house. I got it. Yeah. Listen, so you. I might I might like briefly go and then come back. You come back. Perfect. That was that's, the plan. That's great. That's awesome. No problem there. As long as I just. I, I don't understand why they have to be so early. Uh, I, I may, maybe a lot of these people are fathers and they need to get back to, and mothers. Maybe I don't want to discriminate against any car owners that may be female, of course. But I imagine the vast majority of these the the people that own these cars might be male. Is that safe to assume? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I would say so. I would yeah. say there's probably more car guys that owned oh, cars way more than than women and i think that much like evolutionary psychology would would have it I, the women seem to be interested in the guys that have the cars but maybe not so much the cars themselves yeah there'll be like a few like car girls there and uh-huh. they, they like they ver- they stand out uh-huh because there's so few of them yes. but for, it's it's probably 95% males if not more yeah and when the females that are there they may be what you call the car bunnies uh, is that yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. okay and yeah. they're probably pretty easy to point out cuz their titties are out maybe is that kind of like yeah. a vibe yeah they're putting them on display i would imagine cuz they're not there for the cars i don't know if you people know this they're not there for the cars uh, they're there for the people that own the cars. Yeah, and it's funny the the higher so like this car show is kind of like a you know there's a there's a small section of like hey these are really nice cars and there's a whole section of like if you have a car you you think people might want to see just show up. Mm. Now there's some car shows that are like invite only like the Festival of Speed in St. Pete things like that. You'll get a lot of car bunnies at those shows. Okay, because there's like a lot of rich dudes. That's really smart. And it was funny because, like, at first I was dogging these car bunnies, but I'm like, that's a really good, yeah, that's a really good play on and, their part. And here's what you'll see a lot. Where to find them. Here's what you'll see a lot mm. is mothers with their daughters trying to sell off their daughters to these guys. Now, by daughters, I mean, like, 19, 20, 21, 22-year-olds. Hmm. But is I've, mom hot? Usually, yes. Okay. But they'll be, like, this setup. You know, they're there for their, like, hey, oh, look at him. Look at Look at him. Now, where is, is there a father husband in the picture or no? Who cares? I'm just asking. I need to oh, know I the mean, setup. It depends. I don't, I don't are know. Are these like single moms that are also looking for partners themselves or? It's, I, I don't know. Maybe I, dad has a car and on the side she's like, hey. Could be. Okay. I'm just wondering how that would go. That That's an interesting play on, on mom's part. But it also makes sense. Like if you are trying to exploit your daughter and kind of prostitute her off, yeah. you want someone who's going to have money. Sure. 
Obviously. that And that didn't even fucking occur to me to be a car bunny. I mean, if you're going to be a bunny, you know, kind of like a groupie chick with anything, that might be the place to go because you, it's probably a lot easier to get into, like, I imagine a free car show, right? Yeah, yeah. You uh, as long as you can get there, you're in. You're in, right? And especially if you're a hot chick, you probably stand out a little bit. Yeah. And that would be a lot easier than say trying to bang, I don't know, an athlete that it has security around him all the time, or right. a rock star, or a rapper, or something like that. It may be a lot harder to get, you know, get to those people. Sure. You're going to have to jump through a lot of hoops. You're going to have to know people. You're going to have to be in the scene. But with this. Maybe you're not banging a celebrity, but you're banging an investment banker who has a lot of money. Yes. Or a guy who really made it big on uh, on crypto or something like yeah, and that. Yeah, wastes all his money on a car. Yes, absolutely. And I feel like, and it's funny because, like, it if you were to put money into something, whether it be a home or a car, what would you put more money into and obviously homes are more than cars uh, obviously but i'm saying in terms of if you were to display your wealth in one way or another what would you choose <clears throat> i would say you'd, you'd probably want to go home but for people who maybe are a bit more obsessed with image you're going to be out and about in your car more and people are going to yeah. see you with your car more yeah so you might want to put invest your money into your car to kind of show that hey I got money, even though maybe that's the only asset you have. Yeah, and so it's funny because those type of people generally don't have the nicest of cars. Like they're, you know, they're high end, expensive cars, but not that next level of car. Mm -hmm. Whereas the next level of car you can buy and make money on. You mm. generally the ones that the people you're talking about buy. Give me an example of like the car that's not quite well top, like the low end. Porsche, the very or not low end Porsche, the low like very low end Ferrari that's you know five ten years old, um, lo super low end like Lamborghini, that you know you're not going to lose much money, but you're not going to make money. But if you if you buy the upper end Lamborghini, the upper end Ferraris, you're going to probably make money on those. Interesting. And those people also have like a nice home. And, of course, you know, they have enough money to buy it all. And, yeah. Okay. Um, right, right. But I feel like people with the the low end Lamborghini. It's just they just want to claim the brand. I have oh, yeah. a Ferrari. Sure. And You're not going to tell people what you have, what kind of Ferrari you have, but you have a well, Ferrari. It, but the thing is, most people, like if, if someone came up to you and said, oh, I have a Lamborghini, you'd be like, wow. wow. And if they said, oh, well, it's a, you know, it's a, a 2010 Gallardo. Love it. Right. I love the Gorgonzola. And most people be like, that's love awesome. It's a Lamborghini. Lamborghini, right. Now, very few people that are, you know, are car people and go, oh, well, that's the lower end one, whatever. Yeah. I, 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 to me, it, it seems weird to, to call someone out for being a jobber if they own a Lamborghini or a Bugatti or a, a the, Porsche the, or something. Right. And so the, the one brand that people kind of, the car people clown on is Maserati's. Okay. Maserati is like, a, you know, they're nicer, higher end cars, but like they're the, Entry level higher end cars. Right, right. Now, someone like me, it's not a car bunny. I don't, I don't give, I don't know, I don't care. There's, there's few things that I like, I refuse to learn about. And I think cars might be one of them. For now. Yes. <laughs> For now. I just, I just don't, sure. I just don't fucking care. And I don't want to, I don't, I, I refuse to learn. Right. Like I have, I really do think I have like a pretty incredible memory when mm -hmm. it comes to a lot of things. Um, dates and, and whatnot, or even like where things are placed, like with Bubba's phone, 
like I just remember, like yes, I just see, noted I'm, it was there, and I said it's right. I know exactly where it is. I, I remember I'm, seeing it. I'm real good at that as well. You are, yeah. You're you're very vigilant. You you pay attention to yeah. things, but also sometimes I'm a complete space cadet, and I'm just like. Mm-hmm. And and Blitz is like, you didn't see that? I'm like, no, I was looking at the stars during the daytime. I don't know. I just <laughs> spaced the fuck out. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but, ooh, where was it going with this? Good memory. Oh, but when it comes to things like sports, where mm-hmm. I could easily remember dates, places, people's names, this ages, all that sort of shit. No. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do not find this information valuable. I don't want to learn this. Right. If I'm going to, you know, open up some memory space, some gigabyte, tegabytes in my brain, it's going to be for fucking plants and fungi, mycelium and things like that. History. I love history. Cool. Shit like that. That's what I want. So when it comes to things like cars and anything like mechanical, unless it's like history kind of based where I'm learning about the industrial revolution when right. that happened and Eli Whitney and the cotton gin stuff like that then it's like oh then I, then I can get, then I can get on board and that's exactly what I had to do when I worked at Hornblasters cuz initially I was like who the fuck is buying this shit yeah business is booming i don't understand why why do people this is domestic terrorism like i would t- openly say that to Matt be like what? What the fuck? Who, who are you, people, these people? Don't have any money, and they're yeah. spending two thousand dollars on horns. Not math problem. Not anyone's problem. It's mm-hmm. your prerogative how you want to spend your money. But then when I started to say, okay, I get that the, the premise of this is kind of, and I say this with all due respect, Matt Heller is kind of dumb. You're just being annoying. But when I kind of took that and I said, let's turn it into a science project. With a compressor that builds, uh, you know, pressure to give to the horns, and there's a solenoid valve that has to be directional, and there's certain psi and this, that, and the other. Then when I started to think about it like that, then it became fun. Sure. Then it became really fun, and then I mean, people would call in, and uh, for, when the guys would be away, guess who was fucking technical support? Yep. Of course. And it, it was so funny because guys, we would have these newer guys answering the phones and then they'd be like tech support and they'd be like, all right, and fucking forward it to Anna. And I'm like, what's up? They're like, and they would say technical support. I go, yeah, yeah bitch, it's me. <laughs> and then, I mean, they would ask me all these sorts of questions and, I, and they'd be like, you know, I, I just hear constant noise. I'm like, your, your valve's on backwards. They're like, it's a, it's a directional? I'm like, yeah, look at it. There's an arrow on it. Make sure that the air, the direction of the air is going in that direction. They go, oh, thank you so much. Appreciate you. I'm like, appreciate you. So um, it, I, I made it fun in that way. I turned it into like a science project. Of course. Even though I thought that the, the, the idea and the concept is insane, it's an insane idea that works. Sometimes those are the best ideas. Mm-hmm. We're going to have money in the computer with blockchain? What? Yeah, that fake, idea really took fake off. Fake money? Yeah. Well, what is it based on? What is it? What's backing it? Um, speculative interest. Oh, interesting. How do we monetize that? Right. You How mean do we, some some right. guy is going to invent an algorithm, and all of a sudden, people are going to use their computers to waste electricity to make fake money? Yeah. His what are name you, is stupid. What is his name? Kakamako Kakamako. Yeah. Sargento. Sargento. What's his? Hold but, on. Not, what's the the, guy, the Bitcoin guy? Oda? Nobunaga. <laughs> we, we, we learned a lot about Japanese history, folks. Um, but he, he's not even oh, real, but, by the way. I know. Such a, I know. I'm trying to think of the name. Sakamoto Tomagachi. What's his name? Satoshi. Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah, Nakamoto. Nakamoto. Yeah. But we don't even know who he really is. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. He's kind of like, a, yeah, he's a... 
We don't know if he's a guy or a group of people or what the hell's going right. on. That's the alias. Say it again. Satoshi. Satoshi Nakamoto. Yes. Okay. All right. I did know that at one point, but it, it, it escaped my brain. Um, we'll take a call. Hopefully it's good. Hello, who's this? It might be good. I just forgot that you say you're Check not a car me. person, but you were awfully excited to drive Bubba's truck over your car. Um, does that make me a car person? I mean, it was just kind of well, cool to be above the rest, you know? Well, it means that you're like, um, you're interested in the nicer cars. Just because you don't want to know about the cars doesn't mean mm. you don't like cars. Right. That's a good point. I would like to I'm ride in, in nice cars, but I don't want to okay. learn about anything that they do. Correct. So you're a car bunny. I'm a car. You. Correct. <laughs> now that you I'm kind of spin it that way. <laughs> I'm a car bunny. I knew it. Mm-hmm. You caught me. All right. Thank you. Track me. I didn't know if you want to say goodbye. Sound That's like not. you're in line or getting a coffee. Hello, who's this? Hey, Anna. It's Kim from Charleston. I don't know if I, I haven't been. I've been running errands, so I haven't yeah. been able to um, YouTube you guys. No problem. Listen, no one's going to quiz you on the show. Just, What's this? Yeah, I'll look at it later. Okay. But I was just... Um, Earlier in the show, because you know I'm a you and Blitz fan. I've been rooting for y'all all together. I right. called one time when you were hosting, and and I called about my son going to law school. I don't know if you remember. Or I not. do remember that. Yes. Okay. Um, remember you and Blitz were talking about going to a car show and you sleeping in. Yes. I like totally got freaked out because this guy creeps me out. The one that thinks you're the goddess. Right. And I it freaks me out because. Now I'm freaked out, like, oh, she's sleeping in in the morning. Blitz is going to a car show. Is I don't know how Florida is, but Charleston, you can easily find out where someone lives. And if he showed up at that studio, obviously knowing, Anna, mm-hmm. that y'all were all at that condo or whatever, it right. really freaks me out that you're there by yourself. I mean, I'm freaked out for you. Oh, uh, don't, don't be. I'm, I'm got not a scared. closet full of guns and no one knows where I live. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows where he lives. Well, you've got a closet full of guns, Blitz, but Anna is probably like me and doesn't even know where the trigger is, okay? <laughs> she, I don't know where the trigger is, is uh, I, but yeah, She's I'm not She's got a couple she knows how to use if uh, she has to. If, if, if need be, but I'm not going to, I'm I'm not too worried about it. I, th- I think it'll be okay. And I think if he was going to... Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I think the thing that I was worried about is like publicly telling, you know, oh, that she's going to be alone, because this guy really freaks me out. Yeah, he is. He freaks me out too. I don't. I don't think we've heard much from him in the last uh, two weeks. Not that that means that he's any safer yeah, no, no, or anything. No, 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 no. That's even scarier. That like, he's planning his next attack. Yeah. Well, hopefully, he just took the hint. Like, hey, this is not a joke anymore. Like, go away. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. that's the case. But I mean, I'm. I I go home. I'm asleep in my own home every night. So. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be afraid to go to bed and go where I live and stuff. So uh, I'm not going to live in fear. I think I think no, I should be okay. No, no, no. I'm not yeah. saying to live in fear. Right. But when it's like on and I'm in Charleston listening and mm-hmm. I'm a big Blitz and Anna fan. And oh, thanks. I knew it from the beginning. I'm like, oh, my God, he's so adorable. She's so adorable. And I'm rooting for y'all the whole time. You know, a normal, sane person. And when you hear this insane weirdo yeah you know mm-hmm. and then you know when 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 you say okay well he's gonna go to the car show and i'm thinking this guy is creepy right that he thinks that it's an open invitation to because this yes. won't be there yeah um yes. i i think i think we'll be good i don't know what else yeah. to tell you but i, I think we're, i think we're okay 
Oh, well, good, good. Just mm-hmm. take care, and I'm always here for y'all. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Kim, from Charleston. We All appreciate right. you. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. She's a sweet, sweet woman. Thank yeah, you for yeah. your concern. But it, And it's funny because, like, my mother called me, and mm-hmm. you talked to her a little bit as well about the situation. I created a little bit of a monster with my mother because— like I said, she didn't listen to the show for the first year that I was on, and I made her feel bad about it. Right. And then as soon as she started listening, I think is when the Kenneth Kimberlin thing happened. And she's like, what in the actual fuck is going on over <laughs> like, there? Like, oh, this has been going on for years. You should have just been listening. I know. So now my now I'm burdened with freaking my mom out, which was not the intention. So no. now my mom calls me. She's like, I hear there's crazy people showing up, <laughs> giving you flowers, giving you cards. He knows where the studios are. He knows when you're there, when you're not. Not there he goes she mm-hmm. was paranoid about this so um i made my mom feel bad for not listening now i made my mom feel bad because she's constantly in fear of my life so it's it's fine mom everything's good i you know blitzes around more often than he's not yep. so i think we should be we should be fine and what i like about blitz is it seems like you're not you don't want to use the weapons that you have because no. there's some people who are gun guys and gals that I call them a little uh, uh, trigger happy. Yeah. Where they, they're they like looking for a clean shot where they wouldn't get in trouble. They won't go out killing people. But if an opportunity were to arise where they know that they would be in the clear, they would definitely take the opportunity to yeah, do that. I, I don't want to. And I, I would try anything I could to not have to. But right. I'm also very comfortable with having to if I need to. Yes. And that's, I feel like, the perfect balance. You don't want someone that is excited to, yeah, no. you know, kill somebody. So 81390Bubba. Do you he, know anyone like that? No. No, I, I, I said that just generally speaking. Oh, okay, just asking. Just people like to, you know, you hear people talk. I hear boys talk sometimes. I, right. I know how they talk. Think, oh, I'd be, I want to kill someone if I could, but I can't. But if I had a clean shot, man, that would be, that would make my fucking day. And I'm like, wow. Oh, is that how they sound? That's great. Will, stop saying that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, your birthday is coming up. So is Nancy Pelosi's and mm-hmm. and Tom Beans. Yes. Um, and I think that I mean I don't want to give away too many plans in terms of like where we'll be and where people can. find find us but it seems like we have some sort of uh plans for the day we do you don't want to say the plans obviously no that'd probably be mm, a bad idea yeah probably not probably not a good idea i i like celebrating other people's birthdays because i don't like celebrating my own i agree I, yeah i really tried to claim my own birthday last year and it was great and it was a great fucking turnout it was awesome and thank you to the people that came out because it was just seeing a lot of people there made me feel um, cool, number one. And number two, it made me feel, feel like I had somewhat of an impact on in people's lives where they were like, Anna is a good enough friend or um, a cool enough person that I want to come see her for her birthday. Absolutely. And a lot of these people didn't just walk down the street. Like, you know, they had to drive for 30 minutes, find parking, pay for parking, you know, get an Uber home, all that sort of shit. So I very much appreciated it. It was fucking awesome. I mean, I would say throughout the day, people coming and going, I would say in the ballpark of probably like 18 people, which is awesome. And coming from a place like Detroit, I mean, I'm not from I'm not from Detroit, but I l- lived there prior to living here. I mean, you're pretty much a Detroitian. Shut the fuck up. Not true. Um, I would say in Detroit, I left with like zero friends because I like made zero impact on that city, which is kind of sad because you live somewhere for like four years. You think there's going to be like at least a few things you're going to miss. 
and there was not even a single one, which made me feel kind of, it was great because there were no strings attached, but also sad the fact that I had lived somewhere and almost purposely not set down any roots because I always knew I was leaving. It was always a transient state sure. of living was being in Detroit. So now I'm here. I love it here. I have no intention of leaving. I'm really setting down some roots. And last year's birthday hang was was awesome. It was great. But it was very tiring and very tiresome. And it was all day. It was all fucking day in the sun. It was hot. It, but it was, it, again, I want to truly say thank you. Um, I think this this year I definitely am going to just keep it more like low key. But I like doing things for other people's birthdays. Mm-hmm. That's way more fun for me because there's less there's pressure to do stuff, but not pressure in the fact that like, listen, I tried my best. If no one fucking shows up, that's not my problem. Sort of a deal. Right. So I've kind of, you know, I, there's maybe a few things in store for you. Um, and also, you know, uh, there might be a, like a Reagan brunch, not saying where it is or anything like that. I was like, for, I was like, you don't have to do that for me. No, no, there, like there, there will be no brunch. I'm like, what? There will be no, there will be no brunch for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like celebrating other people's birthdays and I like to make other people feel special. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the back of my mind, it's also sort of a, th- a, th- a tit for tat deal where you're like, well, when my birthday comes around, I hope they make me feel special. There's obviously a little part of that. Of That's always the, the situation. But I really tru- truly like making people feel like, hey, I matter because that's what keeps people from killing themselves is a, Hey, I matter to somebody. So I like to make it, um, make people feel appreciated on, on the birthdays, which is a, which is a good thing to do. Hello. Mm -hmm. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Hey, good morning, Anna and uh, Blitz. This is Fauci. I had a question. I had lost some weight a long time ago, but about 100 and some odd pounds, 115 pounds beyond. It's kind of like Blitz looking good, really rugged, but I gained most, of all of that weight back, I'm pushing mm. three bills now. Oh, yeah, and I was wondering if Blitz turns uh, takes a turn for the worse and gets fat. Do you see yourself staying with fat Blitz? Oh no, no, yeah, no. Blitz knows this. Yeah, knows I'd leave him heart, heartbeat. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you for calling. Yeah, I think that like um, Hooters has a good policy on this. Um, and I had a friend who was my boss when I was working in Detroit at, at Dooley's Tavern in Sterling Heights. Um, Tell me these stories. He's like, when I managed to Hooters, we would take a picture of the girls. Snap, snap, snap. You know, kind of like a mugshot. Front, side, back. And if something were to happen, say they discovered Krispy Kremes or something, Mm. and they decided to excessively eat and eat and eat, 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 eat. (laughs) They would have a talk with the girl, because you have to be real careful with the shit with HR. Oh, yeah. And they would show them a picture of their former selves and go, That's who we hired. This is who we hired. Stephanie, see her? Here's from the front. Here's from the side. Here's from the back. This is who we hired. We don't know where that girl went or if she's been eaten. But we are a little bit concerned. So what they do, what they have to do, is they offer you a 30-day free membership to the gym. Oh. As if that's going to do anything if all you're eating is fucking fried chicken and cake. But- Realistically, if you just do like half hour cardio a day, you could just work that right off. Cardio, right? please. Oh, okay. But what happens in that case is they're so insulted that they usually quit. Oh, even better. Yes. So that's the whole kind of point is you're like, you got an issue. And then where do they go? Right. And, and typically, I would say for most women, even the the hottest of hot Hooters chicks 
would probably tell you that th- this is probably not a career they want forever. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, hey, you're this big time, you're, uh, you're a, a district attorney and you're getting fired. This is like you're, you know, you work at Hooters. If you get fired, you just go work at Winghouse because now you got a fat ass and they like fat asses over no, there. No, they don't. They don't? No. I thought Winghouse girls were known for their asses. Yeah, it's because they're like one day over 18 or 19. Oh, I see. Okay. And they're known for those asses. All right. Okay. Maybe you're working at, I don't know, Sprouts. Yeah. You're working at Sprouts. Yeah. And you better cover the fuck up. It's a farmer's market. It's a farmer's market. You better cover the fuck up. And hey. When, yes. And when we have a holiday, like St. Patty's Day, you better show some fucking holiday spirit. Okay? Oh, yeah. I want to see some some shamrocks in your hair. Okay? Well, and some they, green glitter on your fucking face. They got it. They got it. Elsie so, knew how to dress up. <laughs> yeah. From Hooters to Sprouts. Whoa. A memoir. Um... So I think that, like, Blitz and I have a tacit understanding. I don't think we've discussed this, but we'll do it on the air because... That's the best way to do it. We got 10 minutes to kill. Um, There's an understanding that, like, we like each other. We like the way each other looks right now. Yeah. Right now. Now, at the first sign of of an alteration, I wouldn't bail. I don't think that's fair because people go through shit. Sometimes you get, there's a BOGO on cookie dough or something. I don't know. At Publix, it happens. It does happen at you Publix. Know? And you have to, you have to go and you have to, you have to go and eat it. That's what happens. So, um, I, I, I certainly wouldn't bail immediately over, you know, a 10 pound, 20 pound, even like a 30 pound gain. But if things started to really go in a, in a direction that I was like, hey. Unravel. Yeah. First off, I wouldn't make the first comment when he's pushing 100 pounds plus. I, that's not when I would first say, yeah. excuse me, I would probably say something, you know, maybe around the, the 20 or 30 pound mark and say, hey, um, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Do we want to talk about it? What, what are some things that we can do? What can I do? Um, and I hope that Blitz would do the same with me. Now, that will never happen on my end because I freak myself out too much to get to a point where there would need to be a talking to. That's not to say that I'm so perfect. It means I'm mentally unwell and I keep myself in check to the point where it's it's detrimental to my own health, but I will stay fit. I may be crazy, but I will stay fit. There you go. Fair. Okay. Um and I've never really let myself go before and I would say probably the the worst I've been in the last 10 years was when I started working here and I had a 18 to you know 30 hour feeding window sure and it was getting a little crazy and i didn't really understand what was going on i reduced that window and everything is good now we're good now I, you have intermittent fasting i have intermittent fasting as lemmy calls it and it's worked wonders uh for my gut health for timing for just not being bloated every fucking minute of every day it's the best way to manage your weight one of the best tools you can use and you really all you have to do is uh, not eat for yes. you know that's it you what you have to do is not do that's what you have to do which is the best kind of doing is not doing that's what i would say so um i got it under control i always have and that's again because of the ocd but i think that Blitz would want me to say something before oh, yeah. it came to the point where I was ready to throw in the towel. I don't think that's fair either. No. To just say, hey, this happened. I'm over it. Bye. And obviously that won't happen because you, as a as a person who's in a relationship with a spouse, 
you tend to get more and more emotionally attached to that person. It's not like suddenly one day you stop having feelings. Right. You know, um, but if I started to notice a significant change, I would I would say something. Good. I would I would say something because I don't want to feel trapped because when I start to feel trapped, I start to act like Putin and I start making bad decisions. You know what I mean? Get bombed. You're not going to get invaded. You're not going to get uh, you're not going to get bombed. Okay, good. Um, but when I feel like I'm a trapped animal, then I start making some rash decisions. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people do. Yeah. So, um, and I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm a commitment phobe, but I don't like feeling trapped. And I would say most people don't, mm-hmm. but I really don't know how to like deal with that. Cause I just, I've never had to be trapped in a relationship. So my default setting is single. Yep. And I'm not scared of being single. Yeah, me so either. right. It's not like I'm like, what will I do? It's like I'll just be where I was before. Yeah. Like, no big deal. So you know, I would definitely I would definitely say something to Blitz. And I think he would want that oh, be- yeah. before the point of being like, This is a this is a problem a serious problem now. Right. And if it were reversed, of course I would want him to say, um, Something to me. And, and it would hurt my feelings, but you know what? I would fucking take action for sure. I don't I don't want anyone to feel trapped with me or be with me and they're not no longer attracted to me or whatever the case may be. If it's something I can't control, obviously, then shut the fuck up. But if it is, then please let me know. You know what I mean? Actually, I did want to say something. Oh, shit. You would look better with 275s. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine. I won't talk about it ever again. That's that's actually a perfect way to kind of go out. You look um, better with three twenty sevens. I fine. I won't bring it up ever again. I would. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Until literally the next day. Yeah. I will um, never uh, get breast implants. Uh, I should rephrase that. If so, if I am horribly disfigured for whatever sure. reason, if I have a child or two and they suck my titties dry. And they're all lopsided and shit. Maybe I'll get some work done. But you only let them suck one side. Yeah, just one side, <laughs> <laughs> just one tit. Yeah. Um. But other than that, no. It's just not. It oddly enough, despite it being probably the thing I made fun of the most, it's one of the things I'm the least insecure about. Sure. I don't know why. It's just a, there's things that I'm far more insecure about that nobody ever says to me. Like, cellulite on my legs. Like, no one has ever said anything, but that shit bothers me way more than, you know, my small and chest. And you don't head. even really have any, by the way. I, yeah, well, I, yeah, maybe not, but I feel like I do. Not more than any normal woman would. Definitely and I, not. And I keep in, like, pretty good shape, so it's not like it's just crazy. But, you know, with age and even with young girls. I mean, I see girls in their early 20s and they still they got cellulite. Oh, yeah. So I, you know, I try to keep it in check, but I would, I'm much more insecure about that. And I'm not made fun of that at all than, you know, my, my chest size. It's just, it's not my energy. It's not anything. I have no problem with any sort of plastic surgery. You want to look like a fucking lizard by all means do split your tongue. I don't care. You want to get a fake titties by all means. If it makes you happy, go and fucking do it. Live your best life. You only got one to live. So I'm all for that. But just for me, it's just not not going to work. And also just I keep a pretty active lifestyle and not to say you can't with bigger titties, but it's just 
it's more inconvenient. You know, when I'm trying to get someone inside control and they just got a mouthful of my tit, I don't think Blitz is going to be too happy about no, that. No, I wouldn't Because be. he wants, those are his titties. Right. Right. So he doesn't want, you know, side control titties for somebody else. No. Right. So I'm. this is really for you that I'm not doing it. So you're I welcome. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, no problem. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening, for tuning in to us. Uh, to me, blabber on and on and on. Yep. I know there's comments in chat where they're like, can Blitz get a word in edgewise? And I go, no. No. Um, well, I'm going to go get my face tattooed uh, before 199. So Perfect. That's be super good. hot. Um, <laughs> I know you like that. Bubble 199 tonight from 8 to 10 p.m. We should have a pretty full house. I believe the Nashes will be yes. here. Big Red, not a fan. Cooking Is it not meat- a fan? Gonna come? I believe so. Uh, Cooking oh, meat parts. Meat parts. Um, OFF, Creatine Travis. I believe Tease will be here. Um, my beautiful ro- roommate Reagan will be in attendance. Uh, the merch crick will probably make an appearance, and yep. her titties will also probably make an appearance. So, oh, um, yeah, good. stay tuned for all of that uh, tonight on Twitch at the Bubba Army channel. So eight make o'clock. sure, yes, 8 o'clock, 8 to 10. Um, it, it would be uh, not standard time, but e- EDT? EDT. EDT. Eastern Erectile Daylight dysfunctional time. time. Correct. All right. We'll see you guys tonight. Thanks for listening.